Welcome to the Arstron Podcast. I am your host, Gage Rozier, the creator of this podcast and the owner of Arstron Performance. So it's been a little bit since I've had a solo show on the podcast feed here. Last week I posted a, I think people in the podcast business, they technically called a uh, simulcast, maybe, that might not be right. But I was on another podcast essentially uh, with a good friend, Matt Smith. Uh, he had me on his uh, podcast, which is the Strength Talk and Shop podcast. He has a lot of strength coaches on. They talk shop, and uh, it was really good catching up with him. So that is on my podcast feed as well. So you can get that right on the R Strong feed if you're interested in hearing me and Matt chat for about 30 minutes. It was great catching up with him. Hope you enjoyed the episode if you checked it out. Today, I'm getting back into the R Strong podcast a little bit. It is a crazy time for my family right now. I've got about three weeks left here at William Jewell College, finishing up my time there as the director of athletic performance, which has been a true blessing and it's something I've really enjoyed doing. But as we've moving on to new things for our family, it is crazy. We are getting stuff moved out of our house. We are getting our house ready for the pictures to be taken, for it to be listed officially. You know, as I'm sitting in my house right now, it is kind of bare bones right now, which is kind of weird and sad in some ways, but also exciting. And so it's it's been super busy. So hopefully you can hang in uh, with us here on the, the podcast. I'm still trying to put out content, still trying to do some things, but um, life is very easily getting in the way right now. And guess what? My wife and I did something really stupid and we added a dog in the mix of that as well. <laughs> Not stupid. We are, it's a really cool dog. His name's Copper. He's a basset hound. Um, funny story about the name for copper. So we knew that we were going to get a basset hound for a while. And my wife's like, I want to name him copper. I was like, Oh, that's such a great idea. Because if you also know, most of our listeners probably know we are starting, my family is starting a distillery, which is a main reason why I am leaving my position here at Jewel for an opportunity for my wife to work full time for the distillery and for me to work there as well. And if you know anything about distilling equipment, there's a lot of copper that goes involved. So I was like, oh, that's great. That fits really well in the distillery. Cool, copper name. And she's like, oh, no, I just made off the movie The Fox and the Hound. So um, either story you want to tell, he's a really cool dog so far, but he's adding in the mix of the craziness of trying to move out of a house that we've been in in five years. So enough about that. Really excited about the topic today. So it's going to be a little bit different show. It's going to be a little bit of a book review, I guess. Uh, I like to read. I try to be an avid reader. I haven't been as good lately as I normally try to, but today I want to talk about a book that actually my staff at Jewel right now, we are kind of discussing as a group, which has been really good. It's a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And I'm going to talk today just literally about chapter one. I don't know if I'll come back and do a second, third through 12th episode on each chapter because I do like this book a lot. I think it's got a lot of really good points, a lot of really good talking points that relate to our strong performance and uh, just getting results, whether you're losing weight, getting stronger, faster, a better athlete, whatever it is, I think uh, your habits mean a lot. So I think the format of this, I'm going to read this, literally just read some of my notes, which are almost like, well, they are basically direct quotes out of the book. And then I want to expand on a couple uh, that I think are really important. So I won't read all of them because I literally have, I don't like a whole word document for like a full page of notes here. Um, so I'm not going to get through all of them, but I do want to hit kind of the main ones. So again, Atomic Habits by James Clear, uh, the intro of the book. What this book is about is just human behavior. 
So we all behave in certain ways. We all have these certain habits, right? So obviously a habit is a routine or behavior that is performed regularly and in many cases automatically. So it's not necessarily good or bad, but it's something you do automatically. Uh, and real quick background on uh, James, he tells a really cool story. Uh, he's a really good baseball player growing up, had a pretty serious accident and really limited his ability, limited his ability to play baseball. And then he was able to kind of walk on to, he, long story short, he really battled his way through it, worked hard, was able to walk on uh, to a college baseball team. And it's, it's then that he credited his, um, how he found out how strong habits can be. And he basically built his way into being an All-American from walk on to All-American through his habits, which is very powerful. And I actually worked with a couple athletes like that, which, um, working with athletes like that in real time is very cool to see just the power of habits uh, and how they can just really transform lives. So here's a key factor of the book right here is one of my first notes in the intro. It says changes that seemed unimportant at first will compound into remarkable results. If you're willing to stick with them for years, that's the uh, power of compound interest, right? So it's a, just a little bit of changing a little bit of improvement day after day. It reminds me also of the concept of a book called The Slide Edge, which is also a really good book, which basically it says it's success doesn't happen as just this one big overnight grand idea that someone came up with. That's what people want to believe. They want to see the Instagram people. They want to see someone who's successful and say, wow, it must be nice to be that person because they just came up with this really good idea and now they have all the success in the world. Well, most of the time, I'd venture to say 98% of the time, that's not the case. It was years of just working and working and working, doing these small things day in, day out. That's turned into what, if you don't know the context behind that, what might look like an overnight success. So it's the power of compounding interest, the power of small hats, stack, habits stacking on top of each other. All right, which leads me into chapter one, which is titled The Surprising Power of Atomic Habits. The aggregation of marginal gains, the philosophy of searching for a tiny margin of improvement in everything you do. It's so easy to underestimate the importance of one moment and underestimate the value of making small improvements on a daily basis. There's just so much, uh, and just in that, I could do a whole podcast on that sentence itself, is just the power, the underestimate of the importance of one moment sorry, yes, and the underestimate, the value of making small improvements on a daily basis. Improving by 1% isn't particularly notable. Sometimes it isn't even noticeable, but it can be far more meaningful, especially in the long run. Habits are the compound interests of self-improvement, some stuff we already talked about here. Again, I'm just literally reading through some of my notes. So it was not like a story I'm telling here. They're kind of separate notes that might not flow with each other, but it's taken for what they, what they are. The slow pace of transformation makes it easy to let a bad habit slide. When we, re, when we repeat 1% errors day after day by replicating poor decisions, duplicating tiny mistakes, and rationalizing little excuses, our small choices compound into toxic results. It's the accumulation of many missteps, a 1% decline here and there, that eventually lead to a problem. I think everybody has seen that. We're like, wow, I woke up and I'm 20 pounds heavier than I used to be. 
you didn't just wake up 20 pounds. It's that one Snickers bar at a time. And that's just one thing. It's that one missed workout at a time from an athlete on the call. It's that one missed rep. It's that one bad practice. It's just one, but stacking those, your trend line's going down. And that leads me to my, I'm going to expand much more on this one later. I think is it, you should be far more concerned with your current trajectory than with your current results. I love that line. I'm going to get back to it. Uh, your outcomes are a lagging measure of your habits. Your net worth is a lagging measure of your financial habits. Your weight is a lagging measure of your eating habits. Your knowledge is a lagging measure of your learning habits. Your clutter is a lagging measure of your cleaning habits. You get what you repeat. It's a lagging measure. You don't get it just automatically right in the moment you get that result. That's why these things are very easy to do. When we talk about success, it's like no one's asking you to do something that's really hard. Like for example, ask our athletes, hey, eat breakfast today, get some fruits and vegetables and try to sleep eight hours. None of those by themselves are ridiculous things to ask someone to do, right? But they're very easy to do and they're very easy not to do as well because of this lagging. There's a lag in there. You don't get a necessarily like immediate uh, punishment for you know, not eating fruits and vegetables. You can eat the pizza and the French fries and feel fine. You might feel, if you, don't, if you never felt good, you might not notice. But if you felt good and you eat that, you might feel a little tired and lazy for a little bit or groggy. Okay, but you're not dying, right? There's no, but when you do that consistently because you repeat it, that's where the problems come. All right, back to the notes. It's a hallmark of any compounding process. The most powerful outcomes are delayed. This is one of the core reasons why it's hard to build habits that last. The most powerful habits are delayed. That's why it's hard to build habits that last. Habits need to, be, need to persist long enough to break through uh, this plateau. It reminds me of, uh, maybe you've seen that uh, graphic where there's like uh, a guy building a tunnel underground. And there's like, you can see it's just dirt, right? And you see him building a tunnel and you can see like this pot of gold or something. I don't know what it is for sure. Pot of gold. Uh, and you can see him like digging at it. And then you can see like, he's about to quit or something. And the tagline's like, you never know when the, your hard work's going to pay off. So like he could have quit right there and turned around and went home and he hit one more strike of his ax and he would hit the pot of gold, right? That's the thing that makes me think of that is like, you have to break through that plateau of to get the habits to really stick the task of building a, a breaking a bad habit excuse me let me start that over the task of breaking a bad habit is like uprooting a powerful oak within us and the task of building a good habit is like cultivating a delicate flower one day at a time so to build a habit it takes a lot of focus and energy Okay, going back to my dog, <laughs> to really train a puppy, you can't just put the puppy down and he's good to go, right? Like, yeah, train him how to pee outside and not bark and how to be alone and all those things. Stuff we're figuring out right now. That's the same thing of building a good habit. You have to really tend to it and make it a point, make it intentional. Where getting rid of a bad habit is like uprooting a powerful oak within us. So it's like, it's established, it's there, but it takes just as much effort. It takes a different, it takes an ax to take that thing down, okay? Or, or an excavator or something, but it takes just as much effort. 
Results are very little, another note here. Results are very little to do with the goals I set and nearly everything to do with the systems I follow. Goals are about the results you want to achieve. Systems are about the processes that lead to those results. A couple more things on goals here. Goals are good for setting a direction, but systems are best for making progress. A handful of problems arise when you spend too much time thinking about your goals and not enough time designing your systems. We think we need to change our results, but the results are not the problem. What we really need to change are the systems that cause those results. Fix the inputs and the outputs will fix themselves. Just a couple more notes here. The purpose of setting goals is to win the game. The purpose of building systems is to continue playing the game. It is your commitment to the process that will determine your progress. I like that one. It is your commitment to the process that it will determine your progress. And last note, you do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems, which leads to the definition of atomic habits is a regular practice or routine that is not only small and easy to do, but also the source of incredible power, a component of the system of compound growth. All right, I told you I wasn't gonna read through every note. Excuse me, but I just did. So those are all my notes from chapter one. And I do want to expand on a couple here that I think are very, I think all these, this isn't a strength conditioning, a fitness book. This is a, I guess you probably call it a self-help or leadership type category. So it can literally apply to anything. But one of the, one of the, lines here that I love is you should be far more concerned with your current trajectory than with your current results. And that's a hard one because people want immediate results. Now people want, and I I see this a lot with my current athletes. I athletes I've been able to coach the last five, six, seven years is they want that result. Now, whether it's, they want to see that they're stronger. Now they want to see that the work they're putting in is leading to wins right now. It doesn't work like that. There's too many variables that go into it. What you should be far more concerned with is your current trajectory. Because that's what you can control is your actions. Your trajectory is your actions, your day in, day out, how you're behaving. Not the things you're talking about, not the goals you're writing down, your, which could be a part of that. That's a, one step of it. But it's actually your behavior. So let's take the example of trying to get in better shape. You should be far more concerned with your current trajectory than your current results. Say you're 30 pounds too heavy and you want to lose 30 pounds. How many people will work out and do stuff for like two weeks and they've only lost one pound? Like I got 29 more pounds to go and I can't do this for another one pound a week trajectory, right? Okay, but they ignore, they look at the results and they're ignoring what their trajectory is. Okay, are your habits today prepping you for what you want for tomorrow. Okay. And that's another quote I've, I've stolen at some point. I used to use a lot is basically are your habits today on par for the dreams you have tomorrow, which applies to this pretty well. So what's your trajectory? If you're trying to lose weight, you should just be focusing on your systems, build systems to help you in that's this day. I'm going to do a minimum 30 minutes of exercise a day. Well, that's walking, strength training, uh, spin class. I don't care in this example, you know, go, do something every single day. Okay. Going to come to the diet. I'm going to eliminate this, this, and this. I'm going to eat vegetables at every meal. I'm going to have protein in every meal. 
that's your trajectory. I'm going to drink lots of water. I'm going to cut out this. Okay. Those are examples of what habits you're doing to put you on that right trajectory. Again, it's a 1% improvement every single day. Can you think about it? I only lost one pound this week. You probably took years to put on that 30 pounds and get to where you're at right now. To think that you're going to lose 30 pounds in two weeks or just 30 day, lose 30 pounds, bullshit crap, excuse me, that you hear on the radio is crap, okay? Healthy weight loss where we're losing fat and gaining or maintaining lean muscle mass, you're probably looking at a half to maybe two pounds a week, okay? So maybe like four to eight pounds a month, okay? Let's just take, say we lose one pound a week. Doesn't seem like much, but if you look today and fast forward a year, that's 52 pounds lighter if you have that much weight to lose, I think you would take that in a second, okay? What is your current trajectory? Don't look at your results. What's your current trajectory? To the athletic span, we get so wrapped up and we're not winning or losing or in winning and losing, right? Which obviously that's a goal of sports to win, especially at the collegiate level. You're, you're there to win and get better and all those things, but wins matter. It's not middle school anymore. Wins matter. Okay, so if, if you're a, a team who's struggled a lot and you have a losing culture, for example, the only way to reverse that losing culture is to ignore the result because they're not going to come automatically, but to get on the right trajectory, okay? Are you doing the right things? Are you showing up on time? Are you working hard? Are you being disciplined? Those type of things. If you check those boxes realistically, be honest with yourself, then stay on that trajectory, okay? But if you're not, get on the right trajectory, Another one I think is really good. It's a hallmark of any compounding process. The most powerful outcomes are delayed. This is one of the core reasons why it's hard to build habits that last. Going back to uh, the book, um, Slight Edge, one of the main concepts is slight edge habits are easy to do. Get a one single 30-minute workout in is not a hard thing to do. Okay, In a vacuum, that's all I'm asking you to do is drink some water. It's not a hard thing to do but it's easy to not do as well. And that's the problem. It's easy to not do as well because there's no immediate punishment or gratification for doing that thing, okay? One 30-minute weights, like I said, is not going to, you're not going to shed your 30 pounds in that one 30-minute session, right? Okay, you're also not going to gain 30 pounds by eating that cheeseburger. there's this lagging delayed effect, whether you're going upwards or down, okay? You're, you're going somewhere, is it up or down? Whether goals, I'm talking obviously strength training and fitness here because it's the R Strong Podcast, so you'd expect that. I think the last one I'll talk about is goals are good for setting direction. And I, I struggle with this one. Like I, I have a lot of goals, but it's the systems, building the systems in place to execute those things that's where the money's at, right? Every, I could have the same goal as, you know, LeBron James or somebody, but that means nothing. Goals are just literally something you write on the piece of paper. They're good to have. It's that star, it's that North Star to keep you pushing towards something. But simply writing a goal down is not moving the needle. Okay, you have to write the goal and then build the systems to reach you towards that, towards that goal. So in this space, if your goal is to lose weight, if your goal is to get stronger, okay, build the systems in place to get that done. Come up with a training routine. Come up with a new uh, way you're going to eat. 
hire a coach, those type of things. Those stuff, stuff you can do to build the systems, the habits. Say every time I um, walk by, put a, I love this concept. I've seen some uh, coaches do. Those put um, like a pull-up bar in a room, a room that they walk by all the time. And every time they cross that bar, they have to do five pull-ups. And by the end of the day, they've done like a hundred pull-ups because they're five at a time, 20 different times. But to sit there and try to, I got a hundred pull-ups in this workout. That seems daunting, right? I'll never be able to do that. But you might be able to do five sets of 20 throughout your day. It's a great habit, a great system that you could put into place. So as I wrap this up, I want to give some, maybe some practical going off of that last point there, maybe some practical systems that you can put in place to uh, maybe move the needle towards your strength, fitness, nutrition goals. Let's talk nutrition, uh, an easy one. When your alarm clock goes off within 30 minutes, or let's do this, put, when you go to bed, here's a habit that would be really good to kickstart your day. Put a full glass of water by your bed when your alarm clock goes off, down that thing. A great way to start your day is get your body water right out of the gate. Okay, and your alarm clock goes off, I'm gonna drink water. Okay, here's another one you could do with the alarm clock. Alarm clock goes off, I'm gonna down my water. Now I'm gonna add in 10 push-ups. Okay, if you down some water, knock out 10 push-ups, maybe up at the 20, maybe do 10 squats, insert whatever exercise you wanna do, burpees, sit-ups, I don't care. Um, it's going to wake you up immediately. And it's going to get you in that mindset. Of, okay, there's work to do today. I'm not going to wait around for the next 45 minutes for my coffee to brew and waste a good amount of time that we can get, get rolling with the day. Uh, another one. Okay. When it comes to eating and a simple one people do is they eat too fast. Like every time after you eat a simple habit that this is actually very beneficial to help people lose weight is to eat too fast. So after every bite, I'm gonna put my fork down, take a drink of water, then go again. That's your habit. A simple one you could do there. Uh, back to exercise. Uh, just set an alarm on your phone. At this time of the day, no matter what, I'm going to do 10 push-ups. And your alarm is an amazing thing. You can have that repeat. Every 30 minutes, that thing goes off, I'm gonna do 10 push-ups. Can you imagine if you did that all day? you rack up well over hundred pushups, well over, I mean, probably close to 200. I haven't done the math. Just simple things like that. I think you get the point. Use something that you do already. Okay. Like wake up to an alarm clock and then build a habit around there, which is actually, it's more of the atomic habits book is, is down the line there, but a really good way to add some, uh, maybe some good habits to your day. All right. That's, the wrap on this episode atomic habits i think i'm going to do this maybe i'll go uh extreme ownership which is my favorite book on the next uh book review i do but in the meantime guys check out our team r strong remote training you can hop on that at any time <clears throat> we have two paths right now our farm strength path is our our signature r strong training that is a subscription type uh programs meaning that it's monthly i update that training every week we go through cycles it's built out it's it's built to have you progressing towards something. You can um, shoot me videos. I'll coach you up. Uh, be start part of the community. Get some gear too. That's a part of Farm Strength. Min Max is a eight-week minimal equipment program. So if you just want to get into it, Min Max is a great one. You can get, just get kettlebell and some bands. And there's eight weeks of workouts right there uh, to keep you busy for the, the next eight weeks. And then by that time, maybe you're ready to hop on the Farm Strength. We can move you over 
and be ready to go on it. I also, the link will be in this uh, show notes. I have announced that, as I mentioned in the previous post, we are moving to Northwest Missouri and we are bringing on-site live uh, training for current athletes and young adults, probably former athletes, if I had to guess, uh, type training, who's the ones that are really gonna love our style, um, to Northwest Missouri. And if you're interested in that service, please fill out the, can't think of the word, form in the show notes. And it's just, I'm not having to sign up for anything. It's just for me to gather information. I haven't followed up with any people who have signed on to it yet. It's just literally to gather some information on the best ways that I can serve the athletes and adults of Northwest Missouri. So, all right, guys, that's it for today's show. Until next time, stay strong.